Boredom is an insidious emotion. A stoic leader is on the run all the time. You know how it is. You're running a business. You've got staff after you and you're, you're the guy, you're the girl, you're the one that's always doing everything. But then imagine you get to it. Imagine the Saturday morning and it's raining outside. You can't go and do your normal exercise. This is what happened to me this morning. Got to visit a sick aunt in the hospital later in the morning, funeral in the afternoon, days kind of planned out, but kind of not. And you're sitting around at 6am with nothing to do. You're bored. So what do you do? Boredom is an insidious emotion in that it creeps up on you. What happens with many other emotions, and the Stoics will teach you that, you know, if the lion jumps, if you hear the rustle in the bushes and you you know, your instincts say it could be a lion, you jump and then you look and you, you get control of your emotions and think, oh, it was nothing. Or if someone cuts you off in traffic, you have this instant reaction and it could even be a little bit of blood boiling, but the stoic philosophy will teach you to recognize those emotions very, very quickly, rub them out, recognize it for what it is. It's not something you could control, get rid of it. Now, With boredom, it's a very different emotion because boredom is something that creeps up really, really slowly and it goes, hangs like a dark fog. It just descends and you don't realize it's there until it's upon you or like putting on weight. You know, weight gain is the same. You don't realize you put on weight until your two sides is too big. So with stoicism, as the approach to boredom is to recognize that you are actually in a place of almost funk. So how do you deal with it? The way I dealt with it this morning, and this is where stoicism gets so useful. I Firstly, I did some journaling, which is a very, very core, core stoic philosophy. Journal about anything. I actually journaled about disappointments this morning. That's a topic for another conversation. So you do a bit of journaling. The other thing I did was then I just meditated no guided meditation. I just sat there and tried to control my mind and empty it of its thoughts, watch a thought enter, let the thought exit your brain. Very simple to the stoic philosophy of watching an emotion enter and getting control of it and saying it's not controllable and letting it go. It'll come back if you want it to. You, You can control your emotions. You can control your thoughts. So I meditated for a while. Then I came out and thought, okay, now what do I do? Do I turn on Netflix? Do I turn on the TV? That is the antithesis of what a Stoic should be doing. The, all of the Stoic teachers preach the same, preach is a bad word, but, but talk about the same thing. Not to let the mind idly take control of itself. So don't, don't conduct or pursue idle pursuits like Netflix, internet, YouTube videos, all of that sort of thing. So what do you do? Well, I did my meditation, I did my journaling, and then I just walked around the house. So I I walked around, but quite purposefully, I watched my hands wash the dishes. I looked at the plate that I was washing up. I watched my eyes scanning around the room. It might sound ridiculous, how do you watch your eyes? But I just looked at what I was looking at, and then... No, just notice things that I, I know I've always been there, but just notice things perhaps slightly differently or, or leaving my stare on something that I wouldn't normally give more than a cursory glance to. It can be a, a crumb on the floor. It doesn't matter, but just observing things around you. 
all of a sudden the mind starts to get activated and starts to get a little bit less bored. It's got something to focus on. Now, the thing that, that this gave me was it's basically a mindfulness exercise and mindfulness is another core aspect of stoicism. So you you have to be consciously aware of the things you are doing. Why consciously aware? Because our consciousness is what defines us from other creatures. Consciousness is what we are. Consciousness is what makes us different as far as we know from all other living organisms. So paying attention to what's in front of you on purpose, consciously, is doing what a human being is meant to do. It's like a flower will open after it's got water and it receives sunshine in the morning. It will just do what it's got to do. It doesn't think about it, but because we've got this capacity to think about what we've got to think about, um, we have to actually give ourselves something to think about. So this is where the mindfulness becomes a huge tool in combating boredom because you all of a sudden are engaging your mind in something that may seem on the outside to be completely frivolous or a waste of time. But what it does is it connects you with what you are, this body of consciousness, with the world around you. You'll start to notice smells and sounds and textures and and light. You'll notice it all very, very differently and it connects you. Now, you might not be able to occupy yourself for the whole morning doing this, but what ended up happening was that I thought, well, I can't do this all morning. So I went and visited my mum and had a coffee with her and my dad. So that was fantastic. It was beautiful. Came back home, still no one awake. What do you do now? I did a little bit of work and I did a few things that I knew that I have to do in the few, in, in the coming days, but are not really that critical. Just I just did things I like doing, but that also needed to be done. So there were some bookings to be made for some hotels for travel and, and some research on where I was going to stay. So I did some of that, which had to be done but it's actually kind of enjoyable for me as well. So I combined a little bit of leisure with a little bit of work and it wasn't anything stressful. It just, but it occupied my mind. I was doing something I liked. I had some time on reflection and meditation and and mindfulness. And I also got some things done. So I wasn't idly going over social media. Now, now here's where the thing. With stoicism, you do get, sorry, not you to get, you The constant challenge is to be better. There is no such thing as a perfect Stoic. None of the greats were perfect Stoics. The perfect Stoic is known as a sage. And the sage is the person who who basically lives in this state of Stoicism their whole life. And everyone, including the greats of Aurelius and, and, and Epictetus and Seneca, they all worked on their Stoicism. And we know that because they were journaling, they were writing, and they spoke about their own faults and their own misgivings about things. So me, myself, yes, I, I I went back, I jumped into social media, I jumped onto some Facebook and I did conduct, get into some of these activities that are not productive, they're idle. So again, like the emotions, you have to catch yourself doing this. Oh gee, I'm, I'm doing that. Let me stop. Stop doing it. Get on with something that's not an idle pursuit. It's really, really hard work. And so it sounds like it's, it's easy to mindfully do nothing, if that's what it looks like on the outside. 
but it's a really, really difficult thing to do. But it is the cure for boredom. Boredom is the thing that's going to take you to the idle pursuits. Because you think you should be doing something, because you think you, I shouldn't be wasting my time, because a million other reasons. Don't fall for it. Give yourself something productive to do.